This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's transition to our picks. Um, and we'll talk about the, the last one we're going to pick is obviously the Panthers-Lions. And we'll give you our score, um, or at least what we think is going to happen in this game. But let's start with the Chiefs and Vikings. We'll stay in the division. Chiefs are given three and a half, uh, and they're going to Minnesota. What um, what's your pick on this one? You Gosh, go first on this one. That's a um, that's a weird line, isn't it? I yeah. mean, you know, the Vikings, I would have expected it to be a little bit more. Yeah, I guess only because it's, Minnesota. it's at Minnesota, and I think it is that four twenty game. You know, that national Fox game. Um, look, Minnesota, I think is better than their record right now. What are they sitting at? One and three. Um, lost a couple tight games, but it, I watched the games and like Kirk Cousins to me. He's racking up yards and he's getting good stats. He kind of looks a little burnt out. I mean, there was a couple throws last week against uh, the Panthers where he's got guys running wide open down the field and he can't hit them. You know, he's just either waiting too long or his arm just looks like he can't get there anymore. You know, and that's a big part of Minnesota's offense. They want Justin Jefferson. They want to hit. They want to hit those big plays. I think if you force Minnesota to. Uh, you know, just kind of slowly, methodically march down the field and kind of tighten up in the red zone. That's the plan to beat them. Kansas City, though, I do have concerns. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is turning the ball over this year, right? Three interceptions, I think, uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's just he's 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 kind of being uncharacteristic of how he normally plays. And I have concerns about their offensive line. We saw week one with their tackles. Um, it's kind of been like that all season. With that being said, I think the Chiefs win. But I think Minnesota is able to keep this to a tight game. I I, I think it's probably going to be 28-27, you know, 31-28. I think the Chiefs pull it off, but I do think it's going to be tight. I think I'm going to take Minnesota to cover that three and a half. Minnesota, all right. Um, well, we have no idea if a certain singer is going to be in the house <laughs> <Yeah>. or not. <laughs> not that it matters to the outcome of the game. Uh, but uh, I, I I think Patrick Mahomes is is kind of having a wake-up moment where he knows that he doesn't have the same receiving core. He's still got, got Kelsey, and he's still got Pacheco as, as a running back, but he doesn't have the same uh, talent level as at wide receiver. And I think he's going to make some adjustments. I think he's going to make some things. Well, And Andy Reid is going to make some things easier for the receivers. And I think there's a realization from Patrick Mahomes that he's going to have to do more. He's going to have to be more accurate. He's yeah. going to have to extend plays a little bit more to give those time those guys time to get open. And I think he's going to have that time uh, in in Minneapolis. So I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, in this one because I just think their offense, especially if it gets rolling, it's going to be absolutely dominant. We will, uh, we so, will see. Yeah, we'll see. So, <laughs> game, game two. Yeah, game uh, another two. four. Another four twenty-five yeah. kick, I believe. Uh, NFC matchup. I mean, this could be a game that has implications uh, further down the road, but we're not going to look that too far ahead. We've got the Eagles as four and a half point favorites going to. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The powerhouse Rams out in LA, John. Yeah. Who do you like in that game? Um, you know, in this one, gosh, I, I the Eagles just haven't been the same team as they were last year. I think they're still trying to figure out both coordinators are new. And I think they're still trying to figure out play calling on offense, what's going to be best for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is still finding his rhythm. And on defense, they, they can put pressure on a quarterback. And that's my big concern about the Rams is being able to protect Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford is self-aware enough that he doesn't want to get touched. He doesn't want to get hit. He's going to get the ball out you know, as quickly as possible. And Puka Nakua, their, their rookie wide receiver, is having a hell of a rookie season. I think they do enough. I think the Eagles win, but, but much like you did with the Vikings, I think the Rams do enough at home to keep this game close. So I'm going to take the points in the Rams. Yeah, I think this is uh, – I agree with you on that one. I think the Rams' offensive line has been uh, better than a lot of people expected. Yeah. I think they can match up decently well uh, with that Philadelphia front. And, look, I think Aaron Donald's playing good football, man. Like, he can be a he can be a one-man wrecking crew on that defense. I know Philly's got a, a very highly touted offensive line, and they've been doing a nice job. Uh, but like you said, something something off with the Eagles so far, just not finding that killer instinct that yep. they had last year yet. I know they're undefeated, but not putting teams away yet, right? We saw it last week against Washington, that overtime game, obviously. Uh, I still think they win the game, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Rams and the points on that one. All right, so let's go to the Sunday night matchup. That is the Dallas Cowboys at 3-1, and one, heading to the San Francisco 49ers, who are undefeated right now. And you, when you're looking at this Niners team, to me, it is the most complete team. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. I think the Cowboys defensively are really good. I think losing Diggs has affected them, and I think it's affected them more in terms of leadership and swagger on the defense. And they got plenty of it with Micah Parsons. But I think the Niners being the most complete team and having Christian McCaffrey, we saw what he was able to do last week. And this might, for me, be simply a Shanahan is greater than McCarthy sort of deal. And it's Brock Purdy, even though he's still a young quarterback, is it system? Is it players around him? Or is he actually really good? I trust him more in that system than I trust Dak Prescott. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, you nailed it. And that that line right now is three and a half favoring the Niners. Um, I'm with you. I just don't – it really comes down to I don't trust Dak Prescott in primetime games. I just – he always finds a way to make uh, a couple silly mistakes. And on the flip side, Brock Purdy, he's playing good football. He's playing smart football. He's not not turning the ball over. He's finding guys, and if nothing's there – He had one incompletion uh, last week. He's got a little bit of scramble ability, too. I mean, that kid's got some mobility. Um, He's a a fighter, man. I mean, he's he's slowly turning into – you know, I, we all like the underdog story and some yep. of these, you know, not so renowned guys. Um, he's a guy that's just, he's playing really good. And San Francisco, that entire team is playing really good right now. Um, I'm with you. I'm taking the Niners on that one, which gets us to obviously the highlight of the weekend the Lions, 10 and a half point favorites. <laughs> that's a lot of points in the NFL against the winless Carolina Panthers. John, what do you got? So, I mean, this one is tough. Obviously, I'm, I'm taking the Lions to win outright, but. 
I have a personal policy, and that is just I, I in the NFL, so much stuff can happen. This one could be a forty-five to three win for the Lions. It could also be one of those where hey, they run the ball. If Amon Ross St. Brown doesn't play, they, they they don't throw the ball as much. They just try and take the air out of the ball. They try and own the time of possession. They control the tempo of the game, and it could be a twenty-seven to sixteen game. And to sit, to sit here and think that they score sixteen points on the Lions, I, I don't know how that's possible. I'm 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 really trying to talk myself into <laughs> into taking Carolina into the taking you just can't do it. I just can't do it. So I mean it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Carolina to to cover that spread. Yeah, I think I'm with you. That's just a, that's a lot of points in this league. And look, everybody says, hey, you know, man, this is the week to you know get healthy and go out there. You never know what's gonna happen. It's the NFL, man. A couple of weeks ago, Dallas went out to Arizona, probably thinking the same thing, got their ass beat. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it happens every single week. There's always a surprise. Last night. I, I yeah, never Bears, thought the Bears right. would I mean, put up 27 in the first half yeah, on Washington. Beating the hell out of Washington, right? It's These are still NFL players. These are still good football players. Uh, I just think 10.5 points is it's too much. And like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the Bears last year or it's 45-10 to 10 or 48-10, yeah. to 10, whatever it is. This team is that good, but – I just think, you know, it's it's this might kind of turn into one of those dog fights where it's close early and then lines pull away and then Carolina might, you know, get a little bit hot late again. Um, I think this is probably going to be a 34-24 type game, um, 34-27 type game. The Lions are, are going to win this one. I think we're going to be fine, but I, I got to take that 10.5 points. That's just too much for it's me just, in the NFL. Too many in the NFL. But, hey, I know you're going to be on the sidelines on Saturday down at Ford uh, – Sunday. Sunday. Down, down on Ford Field. And, uh, hey, we'll make sure that on Monday we bring you all the ins and outs. That you're going to get a chance to talk to Dan Campbell after the game. So uh, make sure you tune in here, whether it's on YouTube, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you turn into Necessary Roughness because we're going to have all the insight. We'll break down Sunday's game. Should be a victory for the Detroit Lions, but we'll have all of that for you on Monday afternoon.